We just have so much to be thankful for. And Welcome to the God's Mama truly blessing us. Turn with me in your Bibles to Matthew chapter one. Of course, we appreciate uh, you being here today with us. This is the time of year in which uh, we is to preach the Word of God. Whether you want to or not, we focus on so the birth of Jesus Christ. Uh, It'd be unusual for me to bring a sermon about uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, but. You need to, at this time, because we, we focus on the birth of Jesus so much at this time, but we need to remember the, the real focus and meaning of, of what all of this is about. All of uh, this time particularly, ironically, is uh, it's uniting for so many of us who follow after Jesus Christ and who worship uh, God and worship uh, Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but it's also very divisive. You have a lot of people who want to uh, celebrate Christmas and to scrub every bit of, of Jesus and the significance and the meaning of Christmas out of it. I remember uh, a couple of years back, the first time I heard about uh, the uh, the way in which people in Japan celebrate at this time of the year. Now, uh, most of the folks in Japan are not Christian, they uh, but they are fanatics about Christmas. And uh, they... Uh, focus it all upon Santa Claus and all about gifts and about the decorations, all about uh, the the festivities and the eating and everything. And, and basically, by and large, that's what a lot of people here in the United States are seeking to do, is to take all of the things about Christmas and to wash them clean of, of any significance as to why we worship uh, Jesus Christ and why we celebrate at this time of the year. Uh, it, it's, I, I think it, it's best seen in some of the recent controversy surrounding the Hallmark Channel. Uh, the last month or so, the last couple of weeks, the Hallmark Channel came under uh, a, a lot of criticism because they uh, had a advertisement that aired and it featured two brides that were kissing and immediately uh, the higher-ups at the Hallmark Channel uh, indicated that that commercial needed to be taken off the air and so it, it was uh, uh, taken off the air immediately and as a result of uh, some uh, devout Christians who, who called and complained about it and the policy for the Hallmark Channel was is that uh, they would not air any commercials or any programming that was controversial. And uh, this was deemed controversial, so they took it off the air. Well, as soon as they did, within hours, there were others who uh, complained about the fact that it was taken off the air. And the Hallmark Channel did a complete reversal of its policy, came out with an apology, and said that every... Uh, kiss is to be celebrated every union is to be celebrated every relationship is to be celebrated they did basically the the uh, complete 180 in order to capitulate to the demands of uh, the new uh, sexual morality of today uh, that that pushes so much of that kind of 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 attitude it's not just a matter of acceptance it's a matter of you have to uh, uh, adopt it into your lifestyle so 
I, I, I got to listening to some commentary about uh, the Hallmark Channel and and uh, got to thinking about some of the things that are on the Hallmark Channel. And, and a lot of the programming that's on the Hallmark Channel is to, uh, to kind of give a... Uh, a sense of of the cards that they sell in their Hallmark Hallmark stores. A lot of the the sentiments that are expressed on those cards uh, don't come right out and express completely a sentiment or else they wouldn't be able to sell the cards because they would have to have a card for every sentiment. So they kind of generalize things get, have a general sense of things without saying specifically things it's usually left up to the customer to i know in my family we have a tradition of writing on the edge on the side of the card that doesn't have anything uh to kind of specifically point out the things that we want to 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 say the things that we feel the most and not leaving it to the the card company to outright print it for us but uh, that's the type of programming they have. They have a lot of, of Christmas programming on right now. Uh, they have a lot of shows about Christmas, but it's not really about Christmas. It's about snow. It's about holidays. It's about families getting together. It's about love. It's about all those things, but it's not about Jesus Christ. It's not about uh, God sending His Son to live in amongst us. It's not about uh, the real reason for uh, Jesus coming to to live in on this earth. Uh, it, it's not about Jesus coming to be our Savior year which uh which christmas is really all about and we see that in scripture today and we're going to look at that in a moment but it's kind of like uh the society and the world is trying to celebrate christmas without jesus and that would be kind of like uh the story i heard about two women who were at one of these fine uh, restaurants uh, uh, uptown in the, in the middle of a big city. They they got together for a, a celebration, and they were celebrating the birth of and of a child. And the waiter came by and said uh, to them, "Well, why are you here?" And, and one of the ladies said, "Well, we're here celebrating my child's birth." And uh, the waiter kind of looked around and said, "Well, well, where's the baby?" And and la- uh, the lady said, "Well." We didn't bring the baby with us. She would have just ruined it all for us. <laughs> and that's how some people uh, see uh, Christmas. They try and have Christmas, and, and if they bring Jesus into it, oh, it'll just ruin everything for them. It'll ruin the whole celebration of Christmas. Uh, because why? They, they're not really celebrating Jesus and His birth. They're just celebrating the season, celebrating the day. And we want to remember specifically the reason for our celebration. How, how, how would you feel if, if you were, uh, if people in your family had a birthday party and, for you and didn't invite you? That's exactly what they're doing with Jesus. Let's look in, in Matthew chapter 1. And let's look at the significance of Jesus and His birth. And, and Christmas is a $15 billion industry and unfortunately it's become an industry that's forgotten the reason for the season uh 
at Christmas time, half of all the toys that are sold in the United States are sold at this time. Uh, $4.5 billion worth of toys are sold at Christmas time. And yet, uh, many, of, uh, many people forget the true reason for Christmas. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. And then Joseph, her son, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he was uh, thought on these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and shalt, thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all of this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth the son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and called his name Jesus. And so we need to understand specifically that uh, this time of the year is not about uh, Santa Claus. It's not ho-ho-ho day like they uh, celebrate in Japan. It's not uh, all about Christmas trees and, and gifts and things like that, although those are all nice and fun to do and everything. Uh, we need to remember the true reason for uh, why we come together to celebrate and we worship God in this manner at this time of the year. Verse 18 says, And now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as the Mary, uh, mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Need to understand something here in this passage of Scripture. Matthew is trying to demonstrate the the majesty and the uh, the uh, 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 earthly connection, the earthly uh, relation of Jesus Christ uh, along with His divinity. Uh, he takes in, in the first verses of Matthew uh, at the beginning of chapter 1, He uh, chronicles uh, Jesus from Abraham to give that connection of of this child with the rest of uh, the children of Israel to give them a sense of his lineage and his background is to help them to understand that this is not just some child that was born, some child that was found somewhere. This is a child that that can be traced all the way back to Abraham and uh, has 
his lineage go through King David. It, it demonstrates uh, who he is as a human being. And the birth of Jesus was uh, like this when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph. A lot of times we try and tend to understand the, the aspect of being a spouse or uh, or uh, uh, the relationship that Mary and Joseph had at this time. It was typical for a, a, a young girl and uh, the Jewish uh persuasion here to between the ages of 12 and 14 to uh, to be espoused and this is not like uh, what we understand to be engaged uh, engagement uh, in our society is kind of like uh, the pre-planning period it's the it's like the playoffs before the the Super Bowl it's it's all the getting ready for the marriage, but in the society and the world of of uh, the of Jesus' day, being espoused, promised, uh, it, it meant that many times the families of these two children, uh, these young people, had gotten together and had promised that uh, their children would become. Uh, uh, husband and wife at, at some time. Uh, many times, this espousal period would be uh, between uh, be between a year and uh, three or four years. It was a time in which uh, they uh, very much were committed to one another, it, it more so than than just simply being engaged. And it it meant that that the the man and 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 a woman were. Uh, as good as married, entered into a contract of marriage without having the physical nature of the marriage and without uh, being completely married. In fact, if uh, one of the two died during the time of espousal period, they would be considered uh, the surviving member would be considered a widow or a widower, uh, even though they had not gotten married. Uh, many times during this, uh, at the beginning of the espousal period, they would come together and have a public proclamation uh, of the fact that these two were going to be joined in marriage very much uh, like a wedding uh, but not as formal as the actual wedding that would occur uh, at a later time in which that public proclamation would then be reiterated a second time before a wider audience. And so uh, this was very much like they were married at this time and it says that this is uh, Mary was uh, at the point of this writing of, of the Mary's life. Uh, Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together. They had not had relations to one another, and she was found with child by the Holy Ghost. Uh, this is. Uh, Described in more detail in uh, the other gospel uh, in Luke, where we see a little bit more about uh, Mary's side of thing. This is is a lot about Joseph and about his responsibility and his response to the uh, the words that are being expressed to him of God's plan in their life. And Joseph uh, finds out that. Uh, she is with child. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make a public, uh, her a public spectacle or example, uh, was mine to put her away privately. Now, 
During this time of espousal, uh, they were expected to be uh, chased to one another and they were uh, promised to one another. And if at any time that uh, that this uh, uh, the woman was found to be with child or, or found to be in a relation with someone other than her husband, uh, she would be treated as if she was an adulterer. She would be treated as if uh, she had uh, gone out, at, as if they were already married and had gone out and committed adultery. And uh, the result would be that the man would be able to express a, uh, a form of divorce from the woman and in spite of the fact that they weren't uh, completely married and uh, he would be able to go on his way and the uh, woman would be taken out and she would s- see the results of the punishment for adultery, which at that time was a public stoning. And uh, this is saying that Joseph was a mind not to uh, publicly expose her. His, uh, his desire was is that he would uh, go ahead and separate uh, from Mary, but not publicly uh, profess her to be an adulterer so that she would not be taken out and stoned. He had a desire just simply to uh, to uh, uh, separate away from Mary uh, so that she wouldn't face that punishment for adultery. Um, but God had a different plan for them. And uh, we see that. But while he, uh, verse 20, by, while he thought on these things, that means that while Joseph was still planning, while he was still planning how he would separate legally from Mary without uh, bringing public ridicule and uh, punishment for uh, adultery, while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth the Son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So while Joseph is still contemplating his next move, what he's going to do next, in a dream the angel comes to him and and expresses to him uh, the fact that Mary is following according to God's desire in her life, that it is uh, God's plan for her. Um, In Luke, it says that Gabriel came to um, Mary, and you have to speculate what angel. It could be Gabriel also that came to uh, Joseph, where Matthew doesn't record who it is, uh, which angel came to to Joseph. But regardless, uh, Joseph gets the, uh, uh, the plan of God he understands what God wants for him. He says to her, uh, to Joseph, uh, not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. He expresses to Joseph, uh, while Mary is with child, that the child within her is not a, a result of her uh, committing adultery, but rather that it is a work of God. Uh, and now there was a lot of, of uh, religions at this time that, that taught of, uh, of the gods coming down uh, from uh, wherever they uh, lived and impregnating 
uh, uh, mortal women. This is not the case. The wording here uh, is uh, in Luke as well as in Matthew here is a overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. This word overshadowing is uh, it gives the the reader the understanding that that word that is translated as overshadowing gives a an understanding in the original context of being uh, the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of Mary. Not that, that God had uh, physical relations with Mary or that the Holy Spirit came and had relations with Mary, but rather that God created uh, uh, this life within Mary uh, not of the normal means in which uh, life is created between a husband and wife, but rather that that the Spirit of God entered into Mary and uh, so that uh, she would be given birth to a child that was not like a child of of this world not a uh, we we believe and understand and know that Jesus Christ is not the product of two people coming together but that uh, that Jesus is the son of God that Jesus is God himself that it's not a result of uh, a sexual encounter but but that God entered into the world through Mary so that he would be a hundred percent human but also a hundred percent divine a hundred percent God incarnate but also living a life as a hundred percent human why did why did Jesus uh, why did God do this why did Jesus enter in the world in this way it is so that God could understand and to be our uh, be our sacrifice for us he couldn't uh, uh, the writer of our Sunday school literature this morning uh, put it very well. He said, Jesus could not be a substitute for us if he was not 100% human. He can't take your place if he was not human. But he also could not be our Savior if he was not 100% divine. And so this is how uh, Jesus entered into the world, entered through uh, Mary, uh, born of a virgin. He is uh, named Jesus. Now, uh, the name Jesus here has uh, significance. Uh, the name Jesus here in English is Yeshua. In uh, Greek, it, it is uh, the name of, uh, in Hebrew, is Jacob. Uh, Yeshua in Hebrew is Jacob, and the word Jacob is, uh, 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 it means um, Yahweh is with us. And so uh, Jesus here is, in every sense, Emmanuel, God with us. And uh, he says, Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth the son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Uh, this is all the fulfillment of uh, the prophecy that was foretold in Isaiah uh, and uh, and other places in the Old Testament. It is... Uh, Everything about the birth of Jesus Christ is the completion of prophecy so that you can 
The people during Jesus' day and the people uh, from then to today cannot dispute the fact that, that Jesus Christ is God incarnate. That Jesus was born not like everyone else, but that He was born of a virgin. Born uh, different from the rest of us. Then Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and he took unto him his wife, and knew her not until he had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Now there's a lot of uh, people that are in this world that want to try and downplay who Jesus Christ is. They want to say, well, Jesus wasn't uh, uh, said to be uh, the Messiah until sometime after Jesus' death. and and on this world that it was later in church history that people started saying that Jesus was the Messiah. That's not true from the very beginning. Uh, Jesus was proclaimed to be uh, God incarnate, that this was a, a completion of the prophecy that was foretold 800 years before by Isaiah and other prophets uh, there's no doubt as to uh, what happened. There are others who want to say, well, uh, Mary was just, this was just a, a result of Joseph and Mary getting ahead of themselves and, and during their spousal time. And, and, and uh, this was not the case in Scripture here. It says that, that Joseph didn't know Mary at all. Uh, that this was uh, uh, not just uh, a mistake by them uh, during a time when they were supposed to be chased, but uh, uh, rather uh, didn't do that. No, that's not the case. This was um, clearly the work and the handiwork of uh, God bringing Jesus Christ to live and to dwell amongst us that we might have a Savior, that we might have uh, a... Uh, relationship with why did why did God feel the necessity to come and dwell amongst us? Emmanuel, why did God uh, need to come and dwell amongst us? As I've told you before, uh, as the children of Israel uh, left out of uh, Egypt, as they uh, became a nation, as and they began a relationship with God uh, that had begun with Abraham. The whole uh, aspect of God choosing Israel was so that God could dwell amongst His people and that they would have a relationship with with God that was different from the way in which people had a relationship with God before or ever since. And that was that there would not be this distance between man and God because of God dwelling amongst us. But and but there was a problem during the time of, of Israel leaving Egypt Egypt and going through the wilderness, and that was the problem of sin, the sin separating God and man, keeping uh, that relationship from being what it, it needed to be. You see, God could come and dwell amongst His people without any problem. He did that. But the problem uh, that the, the thing that God desired to eliminate was that separation that, that was exemplified. Uh, by the separation of the Holy of Holies, the, place, the dwelling place of God, and the, 
the rest of his creation. God desired to eliminate sin and allow uh, uh, in such a way that it would allow mankind to come and to be in the presence of God uh, before uh, only the high priest would be able to enter into the Holy of Holies, the place where God's presence was. And now God, through the work of Jesus Christ, of coming and dwelling amongst his people in flesh as one of them and living a life that was perfect so that he might go and uh, die on the cross as a sacrifice for us allows the average individual, the, not just the high priest or just the priestly uh, uh, clan of Israel or just those who lived a, a really good life, but, the, uh, but anyone to come and to have a relationship with God, to dwell with God and to have that kind of loving relationship that's not separated by anything, not sin or anything else. And so God desires that for you in your life. God desires that for us. What is Christmas all about? Christmas is about God overcoming the sin in your life and my life in such a way that He might have an intimate relationship with you so that God might express His love towards you in a way that goes beyond any gift that you might receive this Christmas uh, uh, from under the tree, a gift that goes beyond our ability to truly conceive, and that is the gift of His love for us. And that's the gift that God desires to give to you in the form of Jesus Christ. So when you see those manger scenes at home and those scenes in which you see an image of Jesus in a manger, remember that that is God's ultimate gift to you, a Savior, so that you might have a relationship with Christ and might have a relationship with God and that you might uh, be in a close, intimate relationship with the creator of all things that he might uh, initiate that relationship with you his desire for you is to have that love in your life and you gain that love by accepting jesus christ in your heart and life today if you don't have jesus in your life i encourage you to accept jesus as your lord and savior if you have jesus in your life but you've allowed sin to separate you know sin can uh enter back into your life and it and it does from time to time and if you uh, don't confess your sin to god and don't allow him to dwell within you even as a christian you can uh, uh have a separation from god that he doesn't desire for you if you're a christian today and you need to uh ask god to come and clean up your life so that you can have the kind of relationship that He desires for you. We invite you to come today to do that. Let's join together in prayer.